Hello, and welcome to the Meshed Young Adult Ministry Podcast. Today, we're looking at what young adult ministry looks like in the local church context. Now to our host, Randy Jumper. I'm going to take a, maybe just a little bit different approach than some of the other folks who shared on podcasts before. And this might be a little bit different. And so you've got to contextualize what I'm about to say to whatever your environment is. So I'm going to describe us. And please do not get a piece of paper and write down what I say and then walk into your lead pastor and say, this is what we're supposed to do. If you do that, you're screwing up. What you're doing is you're poaching my vision and not getting one from God. And so don't do that if you're listening. At the same time, let it speak to it and inform it. Um, and when I say this, I'm going to sound, it may, you guys listen carefully, listen all the way through before you just dismiss me. I have no vision for the young adult ministry at First Assembly. It's not my responsibility to come up with a vision for young adult ministry at First Assembly. I do have an assignment, and the assignment is lifelong followers of Jesus Christ. We're building lifelong followers. And because I'm part of an overall church, because I'm part of First Assembly, my vision is assigned by the overall church. That's good. And if I have a different vision than what First Assembly has, then I am channeling a spirit of rebellion that while in good sense and concept, people are, it's the seedlings of forests of rebellions if I'm cross purposes with the overall church. Now, I know what your question was, Michael. What do I want to see happen with our young adults? Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I want to push back on the language a bit because if, you're, if we're not careful as young adult leaders, Young adult ministry is different from student ministry. What I mean by that is youth group kids come because their parents, for the most part, bring them and they're, and they're programmed and modeled all around the existing church structures. Young adults have a little more disposable income. They have transportation and they have random schedules. And if I'm not careful, I can create a parallel line or an ancillary line to what's happening at First Assembly in general. And that's how stress happens. That's how jealousy happens. And that's how conflict happens in young adult ministry. So my vision for young adult ministry is that my young adults are lifelong followers of Jesus Christ, fully committed and connected to the local church. Everything revolves around the fact that, hey, I'm here 16 years just this week. I'm going to change. And by the way, I'm going to tell a bunch of stories as I can today. I'm changing the names of people because I know a bunch of mine are going to listen to this. And <laughs> I didn't get anybody's permission, but uh, Karen and Keith called me uh, two nights ago uh, at 10 and 45 at night. They're a young married couple. They've got a brand new baby. She's in her mid thirties. He's 31. They were original members 16 years ago of my young adult group and my leadership team. Amazing people, but they were, they were on their way to the emergency room. They were, there's a crisis. They called me. Well, we didn't get out of the bed and say, I'm sorry, you're no longer young adults. You need to call this person. We're doing life with those people. We're with them. We, we work with them. Well, I, I want her to be a lifelong follower of Jesus Christ. I want him to be a follower of Jesus Christ. I want their kid to be a lifelong follower of Jesus yeah. Christ. So if I had siloed my ministry and ran parallel, there's a chance they wouldn't be involved today. But today she's leading worship in our main service at times. So um, I, that's my mission there. Now, as far as programming strategy, um, I hold loosely to strategy. 
Um, over 16 years, we've tried everything you, you can think of on every day of the week and almost every time. Uh, case in point, um, we have a women's small group that meets and they came to me and they said, Pastor Andy, we want to have our Bible study small group Saturday morning at 6.30 a.m. in downtown. I said, well, it's never going to work. They said, no. What do you think? I said, no. Young adults, 20-somethings, do not get up before 8.45 on any level, much less Saturday. It's true. It won't work. They, it won't work. Um, you know, they're our most successful group right now. There are four, awesome. 10 to 14 girls who get up and they meet. They've got a sense of community. They've got a sense of whatever. I thought it was a stupid idea. Uh, but it works. Will it work forever? Absolutely not. So our general structure is we have a Wednesday night uh, gathering. We chose Wednesday night because we were having a hard time bridging high school graduates to our young adult ministry. They naturally came on Wednesday nights for youth groups. So it was sort of, we were attempting a natural progression point. Um, we have, we're in the South, so we still have Sunday school and people actually still go to it. So, uh, and we're a 106 year old church. So we've been around a long time. So we got a big building with a bunch of rooms. Mm -hmm. So we have two classes on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. for young adults. We call one transitions, which is high school seniors mm -hmm. through, we say junior, we say college age, but the truth is uh, a junior in college has more in common with a 26 year old than they do an 18 year old. For sure. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we're going to talk about that maybe in a minute on strategy and stage of life. So I start losing college kids at about their junior year, second semester. They migrate over to a group we call young professionals. Um, and our yo, our yo pros, as they call themselves, uh, do their activities and events. They have that. Plus, we have small groups that meet throughout the week. Almost every day, there's one meeting somewhere. Uh, doing something they're mostly gender based in our group it just seems to work for us and then we have a young couples one then we have a ministry to young couples called together and they meet a couple times a year for training and interaction and then they do fun stuff and eating and hanging out those kind of things almost each one of those groups has um their own sort of activities and programming so this sunday it's uh or it's mid-November, and if you're a college or college leader, just know November is the highest depression and suicide rate among college students across the country. November is the month where you're going to have the most counseling appointments, stress, people are freaking out, and it has everything to do with the fact that it's November and nothing to do with their life stage. So uh, our situation, so we're having grilled chicken and salad Sunday. So all my college kids have been eating crappy food for weeks. So we're doing grilled chicken salad water and fruit that's what we're doing so we're just trying to model healthy living through this dark depressing time so that's them but then young professionals last friday night went to some event they did something together last night we had a elevation worship conference that was here a concert people paid astronomical amounts of money to go to a concert and worship and makes no sense to me but we had about 30 of them who went to that last night so we do activities and events as they come up so big outreach this week wednesday night we had at our service and so that's that's the overview i don't know if that answered the question but that's kind of what we do 
Thanks for listening in. Join us next time on the Meshed Young Adult Ministry Podcast. For more resources, check out yaministry.org.